0: Welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth and generate passive income. I'm your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember that you need to take the actions others won't to live the life others don't. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast to get new show alerts. This week, I've got Brian Lubin on the show. Brian is an entrepreneur, real estate investor, and a fellow podcast host with a great first name. Brian shares his typical journey from going to college and off to a Fortune 500 company to work in sales. And while he was making a good amount of money, he still wanted more and to not be a slave to a nine to five work schedule. So Brian joined CoBundance, a mastermind group that we're both part of, which opened him up to this world of creating passive income. We also have a great discussion around the power of environment, the power of masterminds, and the benefits like a group similar to CoBundance can provide so, Brian is now on this mission to build up enough passive income through podcasts, through affiliates, through real estate, and everything else that he's involved in to quit his job and become free to travel the world. Brian shares some great insights on how to change your mindset so you can think and start acting bigger today. On a personal note, I recently relaunched my weekly newsletter. It drops every Thursday, includes one quote, one tweet, one podcast recommendation, plus some business and investing insight from me. It's short and sweet. My goal is to provide you with a couple gold nuggets to help inspire growth. Go to brianbeers.com to subscribe.
1: Well, hey, well, welcome to the show, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. You've got, uh, you've
0: got a hell of a name. Yep. Yep. You. You as well. It's always nice to have another Brian on the show. Yeah. There's um, no. There's
1: no wise here. No wise yep. in these Brian's. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, to kick it off, if you
0: if you don't mind, can you share us your story from I don't know, 18 years old, you're graduating high school to kind of where you're at now to give us an idea of of your life's journey up to this point.
1: Sure, and it's uh, it's pretty cool to be able to look backwards in the context of moving forward, right? So it's like when you're looking forward, you got this giant windshield. There's a reason that you got the windshield that's so much bigger than the rear view mirror, but looking back 18, I had a pretty, pretty traditional um, path from 18 to kind of like that 24 range. It was, it was very normal, man. Very traditional. I went to a four year college uh, learned that I hate everything about school. So it's funny because it's, I don't remember who told me this, but it was uh, somebody, I think it was maybe Mike Ayala or someone they said that life gives you a couple of different tests to see if you're really meant to be an entrepreneur. And one of the first tests is the school system, mm-hmm. because a lot of us just tend to buck at the school system or like, hey, we don't necessarily see why we have to do things the way that you're saying we could do them better or different. But then you get irritated at that. And then yeah. so that's kind of your first test is the school system. And the second test is when you get into corporate America and you get into corporate and then it's all that amplified. Yep. So it's all over again. So then after that, that's kind of strike two and you're out. You're like, okay, cool. Like, I know what I want to do now. So I went to a four-year uh, four year school, uh, did the Greek life, did all that good stuff. It was a good experience. It was a D2 school. Uh, fun fact, and I've actually been posting about this, but I actually paid my way through school from a DJ company. Okay. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw you a, DJing the other day on Facebook. Yeah, man. There, yeah. So it's funny because I've gone through this metamorphosis where I was uh, I was a big DJ in college, man. I, I DJed a bunch of clubs, DJed a bunch of parties, DJed a bunch of events for the school. Any social event at the school was me. Um, hmm. And then I started DJing at like UGA, Kennesaw, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. So these are all like Georgia schools. Okay.
0: Where'd you go to school?
1: Uh, University of West Georgia. Okay, So I had uh, four guys working for me and we had a bunch of different speakers and equipment, man. I was out. And so I paid for school through that, graduated debt free. Um, So that's kind of my first entrepreneurial itch. I went into sales because I realized my marketing degree wasn't going to make me much money. And I didn't also learn much about marketing in school, even though I got the degree. So I don't even know where my diploma is, by the way. Uh, so I did that went into sales went to corporate sales I uh, convinced the vice president of the company that he should give me a shot um, because I had no experience so that's the dilemma for people coming out of school is they say hey you know for a good job you need like two years experience and I said man look I don't have experience but I can do this job so here's my proposal to you and this just goes to prove that everything is negotiable. Most things are negotiable. <laughs> I uh, told him I was like, "Look, man, like, if you're that concerned about it, I was like, I just drove up here to Nashville, Tennessee. I'm like, put me on as an hourly intern, and then you don't even have to put me on salary. Put me as an hourly paid intern, whatever you want to call it. Give me something that's fair, and then let me have like a month or two of checkpoints. And then if I kill these checkpoints," then go ahead and hire me on as an internal hire and then move me through the system. And then you look like a hero because you just took someone from square one and then put all of your systems and processes and beliefs and company culture into me from the beginning. And then as I explode, that looks fantastic on you. Whereas the alternative would be someone that's got 20 years experience and maybe they are stuck in their way of doing yep. things that you don't like them doing. Yep. And he was like, oh my God. I've never heard anyone propose this this way yeah. before. And so that's how I became one of the first uh, and only, I believe, sales interns at CentOS. Um, so it was Fortune 500. So I, I went in there, killed it. Fast forward, I um, hit the top of the company. I was like number 11 out of 5,079 in the position. Oh, wow. Got all the trophies, got all the ribbons, got the awards, high paying, making about 200 quarter million a year. Um, spending it all, and yep. then moment hit. Fast forward to 2019 ish, 2018, 2019, and I'm doing this job. I've hit the mountaintop, and I realize um, as soon as I accomplished all my goals. And for anyone that's in sales or corporate, you know, you especially in sales, it's like once you hit that mountaintop and you get up there, and you realize, whoa, hold on a sec, what do I do now? Because now you're kind of capped out. Financially, yep. metaphorically, yep. there's nothing to really pursue. And so I was like falling out of love there. And then I realized I was worthless on paper. So I, under, I finally understood the concept of net worth and I learned mm. about that. And I looked on the balance sheet and I'm like, I, I'm worth nothing. I've, I've been making a quarter million dollars a year. I don't have any assets. <laughs> and so I then was like, okay, cool. I'm going to remedy this. And then so my first uh, purchase was a house hack, okay. a, a house hack. And uh, moved in, and everyone told me how dumb that was to do a house hack and put 3% down. And I got a little split level, like a five bed, four bath, and basically rented out as a duplex. And I went and moved into that, and everyone told me it wasn't going to work. It was the dumbest thing they've ever heard. And that thing's still printing out $1,200 a month net cash flow um, after capex, everything okay yeah I, every single month to this day and I'm about to refi probably 130, 140 out of it. So yep. that, that's gonna be fun. and uh, so yeah man so that's how I started got on this journey of uh, the ont- got the entrepreneurial itch after that started up a company. I'm got about six units now. I'm looking to get a couple more Airbnbs and stuff like that here in Atlanta. That's what I'm actively doing this month. And then from that point, it's just kind of like doubled and tripled every single year.
0: Okay. Uh, so building this real estate portfolio
1: of long-term rentals, short-term rentals. Yeah. Um, so that, okay. that's where I got to. And then now we've, we've joined this whole GoAbundance community and we can get into that. Yep. And now my uh, pivot, which we can move into kind of in the back half of this, is moving into remote income sources that me and my girlfriend can go travel around the world.
0: Okay. Are you still working for CentOS?
1: Yeah. Yeah, currently. It's okay. They don't listen to any of these podcasts. They're corporate guys. <laughs> they don't listen. They don't listen to business uh, podcasts.
0: It's your goal so, eventually is build up all these systems so then you can transition out of that. Is that the is
1: that the plan? Oh well, no, it's done. It's like finished. Um, I'm leaving in uh June. Okay. Leaving Good. in June. That's already finished. They just don't know it yet. So surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. There you go. If they uh, listen to this, kudos to them.
0: Yep. Awesome. And you have a podcast, the the Action Academy, right? Um Yes, on,
1: uh, t- or tell me about the show from, from your point of view. What's your goal of it? So Action Academy podcast is the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from seven, eight, and nine-figure entrepreneurs giving people advice on how to earn freedom in their life and business because revenue is one thing, net worth is another, um, passive income is another completely, but if you are... Increasing your wealth, increasing your revenue, but you're not increasing your freedom at the same time, what's the point? Yep. So, our interviews are kind of half and half, kind of front loaded with, you know, kind of levers to pull to keep your freedom in your life and business systems and processes. And the back half of the interviews are mostly financial. So, I've got a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of big seven figure, eight figure, nine figure guys on there. And, yep. uh, Mr. Brian Beers. There you go. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. So so let's like get into first of all. So a lot of this is through abundance a group that both of us are, are in, right? A, a mm-hmm. mastermind group of of entrepreneurs pr- primarily, right? And, and, or people who who want freedom. They want relationships. Talk about some of the like the power of being in, in a group like that for, for somebody who's 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 not you know surrounded by those types of people now.
1: So it's it's night and day, right? It's completely night and day and it's, it's a confidence, it's a confidence thing, right? So it is, if you are lone wolfing it, which a lot of us are, we start with lone wolfing it and we are going about our entrepreneurial journey just by ourselves. And when you start off, you have a bunch of people telling you, Hey, here's why this won't work. Here's why you're going to fail. Here's why this is a bad idea because they're normal. And then as soon as you start going past that normalcy barrier, then they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Guy, don't shine too bright, come back down with me. This is where we have fun. Yep. And so you stop telling people what you're doing and you stop, you start having this phobia of letting people know what's going on and what your goals are because you're gonna get shit on. Like you're gonna, they're not gonna help you. And then the difference is when you get into these groups and these mastermind groups, you flip that completely, 180. And now it's you're so excited and gassed up to be able to share your goals. And then you have confidence that you can knock out anything. Like I am not in apartment complexes right now. I'm not in multifamily, but I know that if I wanted, really wanted to, and I was really fired up about going and closing a 300 unit apartment complex, I'm a couple text messages removed from the key people that could help me literally do that within three to six months. Yep. Like, and that's with everything. That's with every asset class, short-term rentals, Airbnbs, multifamily, self-storage, everything. Yep, and so it just gives you a level of confidence to just swing for the fences and know that if you do fail, which is inevitable, like we will all fail in life and business, you won't fail badly. It'll just be like a oh crap, whoops, okay, that was a little underwriting mistake. I'll fix that next time because this group is not going to allow you to go just completely lose it.
0: Yep, yeah, and it's more than just this real estate too. And I mean, I was I was at an event last last night. Uh, a local one and you know we're we're mass you know masterminding and talking about what are the biggest challenges are and, and most of them were actually in, in the personal life, right? Relationships mm-hmm. with, with kids or your your spouse or with like your parents or with you know your yourself and self-confidence because of these things and and all of that you know affects everything else, right? Your your life is all inter- intertwined and sometimes like, you know, if, if all you talked about was business and you know, but if you have this bad relationship with like your kids or 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 whatever then like that relationship is no doubt could affect your performance in your business and your overall happiness and enjoyment for life and so you know part of the the benefit is being in a room with similar like-minded people who are all going through you know the various things at different parts of our lives and being able to have people that you know you can you can talk to and you know have have trust in and you know have advice so you know as as a group we're we're helping you know different people solve whatever issues they have at that moment. and you know in our life we may experience the same things or similar things, right and have people that can help us. So uh, that's like yeah. th- it's super powerful to be in a, a a room full of equals who all have one goal, which is like for
1: everybody to improve in in all aspects of their life exactly and now it's uh it's kind of funny because i enjoyed it so much that go abundance kind of hired me as an ambassador so if anyone's interested in joining go abundance feel free to reach out we'll put my we'll put all my information in yep. the show description and we'll put my stuff there and then you can reach out yep. um we can book a call and talk about these and have these conversations but to can you your use point, me as the referral so then i get the exactly. i get a little, little bit of money exactly. on it too yep it's it's brian it's a brian brian uh right there here there you go there you go. So it's, uh, so it's everything from, yeah. So you use the apartment example. Like if I wanted to buy a 300 unit, like financially and economically, I've got people to walk me through also on the flip side of that, to your point, when I have my children, like I don't have kids yet, but when I have, when I become a father, when we're going, when we end up, cause I'm already with the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I already know that. So as I'm going through, you know, the pregnancy and going through what, what we're going to do in a couple of years, I already have all of the best people, all the best examples of fathers to be able to fall back on. So now, like, how scary is it being a father for the first time? I mean, come on. And now I can reach out to all of y'all. Yep. And I've got just like these just wholesome, well-rounded men that I could fall back on and that can help me through this journey. Like, oh, my God. Yep, Perfect point.
0: Yep. So let's talk about some of the lessons learned. So you've interviewed some, you know, Eight-figure, nine-figure, right? A nine-figure guy worth a hundred million dollars, built up in, a, in a, an enormous amount of wealth. And, you know, what are, what are some of your top takeaways from that in terms of things that were kind of like aha moments that, you know, you, you've you've gathered or stuck with you? The
1: biggest one that I'm telling my girlfriend right now is uh, David Osborne: "A uh, plant trees, manage orchards." Okay. Plant trees, manage orchards is my big one. Uh, are you familiar with that one? I can visualize it, but. I'll let you explain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the apples now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, are the, gold, trees, are the gold apples. Plant, yeah. Plant trees, manage orchards. So every single seed, so it's all a game of just planting seeds, casting your seeds out. And you want to be able to, each seed is going to be like a business, an asset, a single family, um, a, a auto shop like you, like car dealership, any business, any asset, and like even a stock position, is a little seed. And then you put these seeds into the ground and then they start sprouting up. And then, You know, the wind and the rain is going to come and it's going to blow on them. And you need to make sure that it's fertile soil and make sure that they're protected while the wind and the rain's coming while they're a sapling. But eventually they get big enough and strong enough to operate on their own. And then at that point, it becomes an orchard. And then you hire somebody else to manage the orchard and then move on to planting seeds in another area. So like that was huge because my girlfriend started a personal training business and then she started... She's like, oh, I'm gonna do this, then I'm gonna go, you know, create a mastermind, and then I'm gonna go create group coaching for women, and then I'm gonna go create this and this and this. I'm like, hey, you're planting all these seeds, but you're not you're not watching the trees as they're starting to grow. They're not grown yet. That's that's one of
0: that's like one of my my biggest challenges is it's the difference between, you know, what is what is diversification, right? Where you're Mm -hmm. intentional having, you know, various sources of income and from you know, shiny object syndrome. Which is yeah. you know, what you're maybe describing, which is like, hey, this sounds cool. I'm going to do this, and maybe you start it, you get ninety percent there. Hey, this sounds cool. I'm going to do that, but then, I, I, and I think the difference is that with shiny object syndrome, everything it, you're still the operator. Like she's still yeah. in charge of the mastermind. She's still in charge of this. She's still in charge of that. Yeah. And I think the difference with diversification is it's set up, but now, like you said, you have the gardener. And somebody else now is running that independently, like. You're working it's as good. a team you're executing a plan, but it's not you as like the person who has to be the the linchpin in every business
1: and yeah I, the roots I, are there, so that's me with my single family homes right now so like after after like after this month the month of March, I'll have six, so I'm gonna have these like The roots are planted, like these are stabilized. Like, I know this, I know the game of single family now. So, I'm just going to be like, I've got my management that I'm going to bring into place. I'm going to take a 10% cut because I was self managing before, but I'm just going to take that tree now that it's stable. I know all the things that are going to go wrong. I know all I've been there, done that. I've had the floods. I'm dealing with a flood right now. (laughs) Literally, these trees are standing. So, I'm going to uh, have that pushed off. And then I'm going to move into some short-term rentals. And then, like I said, I'm going to uh, my big focus right now, and my massive focus moving forward is the podcast, and building an online brand, and traveling around the world with my girlfriend while I'm making and generating fifty thousand dollars a month in remote, scalable revenue. So I do that through uh, multiple like remote positions uh, because I'm a I'm a salesman, you know. Yep. And I wanted I left. I'm going to, well, I left and I'm leaving corporate America with a bad taste in my mouth of the corporate life. So I'm never going to do that again. But what I did say is I am going to provide massive value to people I know, like, and trust within this community and ecosystem. And that's what, that's how I provide value. So you always, um, I just did an interview with Gino Barbero from Jake and Gino, and he, he gave me a great quote. It's, um, how do you get mentors or coaches? which I think are crucial to business and investment in life in general. Like he said, you either pay to play or seek to serve, pay to play or seek to serve. So you're either going to pay for the mentor or you're going to find some way to work for him for free and provide massive value. So I try to do both. So I pay to play, join Abundance. join like Jason Drees, coaching, paying client, paying member. And then they're like, Hey, also, you know, can you help on this end? I'm like, yes. And then all of a sudden, I started getting paid. So it works on both a symbiotic relationships. So I'm trying to just plant as many of those seeds as I can with long term people so that while I'm traveling, and our plan is to go start in Greece, you know, pending this war with Ukraine, we're seeing like what that looks like. But by mm-hmm. April, we'll have things finalized. We're going to go on at least a six month journey, maybe six to 12 months around the world and go around Europe, South America, come back and then see what happens. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's that, that's exciting. Uh, so, plant trees or
0: plant seeds. Manage orchids, orchards. Um, what what else? A- any other things that have stuck with you over? You know, you part of Go Abundance or being part of these masterminds in terms of bu- maybe building a business, building building wealth, or, or maybe it's creating freedom and how they they leverage their time better to be able to have that that uh, geographical freedom where they can go anywhere and do anything.
1: Yeah. So one that's been pretty interesting, one that's been pretty interesting is Daniel Del Real. Um, I had him on, and there's two different arguments to scale, right? So you have one argument that's kind of like the stack method through bigger pockets, and that applies to business too, where it's like you buy one, then you buy two the next year, then four the next year. You always kind of try to double what you did yeah um, previous year, and then you just grow kind of exponentially from that point. And then like, you know, about three to five years go by and then you're able to take these equity positions and these cash flow positions and make it something sexy, something sexier. You know, maybe you have, and I'll just use this in the real estate context, but like maybe you have at that point, 12 single family homes and then you can take that equity and put it into a multifamily and then yep. get like a 50 unit apartment complex. Daniel said that he prefers that way because you create a strong base of um, realized knowledge and skills because you've kind of been punched in the face at that point in that beginning mm-hmm. of the journey and you're laying a good, strong foundation. And then afterwards, he's like, then once the foundation is laid through those first couple of years, then you take off. So that was interesting to me because in our environment, we have a lot of people saying, ah, oh, you know, if I could go back, you know, I would just knock out, you know, I'll just buy like 20 businesses at one time or I would just buy a hundred unit complex. Yeah, skip the single For,
0: families, go straight yeah. to hundred units,
1: right? Think big, right? Like all that. Yeah. And it's like, so I was like, I was like, so which way is the right answer? And I think it all applies to the business owner and the entrepreneur themselves. Cause, but at the end of the day, it's like, I see, I see his point and I understand where he's coming from to a degree. What What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, I started when we started with single family homes, right? Uh, and And I think a lot of it too is, is. You know, it's like this risk tolerance, confidence. Like you want to, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, to a lot of degree. And so, you know, if you can learn these lessons, you know, at a at a hundred thousand dollar house or whatever, versus a ten million dollar apartment complex. That, especially if you're raising money and other people are relying on you, uh, and and you're like your reputation's on the line. I mean, for me, I, you know, I, I want to learn it with my own money, make my own mistakes uh, before I would go out and make make that jump. And so, um, I mean, that that has been our approach, his approach. You know, I've. I've thought about it the other way too. Of hey, what would it look like if we just did this this bigger thing? But you know, for me, I got I, I got to have confidence in myself. That means I got to like do it. I got to learn it. You know, I don't have to do like every single thing, but I got to truly understand how it works. Um, even for buying, you know, in our the you know auto shops business, it's you know we learned with a with a couple, and now we're going to grow it to well thirty and within a couple months. And you know, it's a whole nother game at that point. Trying to figure out our our business is changing. My role is changing to not being like this. Direct person to do the work, but trying to be a better leader to and, and simplify things, right? Because I'm like, yeah. I'm a numbers person. We like create these spreadsheets with like grids of numbers. And it's like, you know, it's, 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 we've learned that doesn't work at, at, at scale. It might work with a couple, right? But at scale, y- y- people want cl- simple, they want clear, they want, you know, to know exactly what to do. And uh, less is more. I think the bigger you get, less is more.
1: So, yeah. You know. And then that was another thing, like something that you just mentioned there, and it kind of goes along with the whole plant trees manage orchards is uh, Brandon Turner's little like four step um, to being an architect. Yeah. 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 Yep. So he as you start off, you start off as like a solopreneur yep. doing DIY. on your own DIYer, and then you become a manager and then you've got a couple of people underneath you, but you're still in the weeds and then an operations manager, and then maybe like a COO position to where now you've got managers underneath you, but then you're still kind of in the weeds. And then finally the ultimate end is being an architect and being an architect is like you're overseeing the business, so you have to think of like a maybe like a Warren Buffett, where he's he's watching these businesses, but he's got CEOs in place and he's got presidents in yep. place, and managers underneath them, and CEOs under them, and so now he's able to go move on to his next tree while that orchard's managed, and, yep. and so it, it's all just a game of accelerating to that
0: and all that. Like you gotta you gotta learn it, especially like I'm going through it now, and it's like what like you try to say, all right, this is how I think the. COO would act right, or from the the project manager, and you don't like you don't really know what to, like nobody knows what to do. Like you you read these oh, books, no. you you try to apply these systems. You know, we're trying EOS for a while now. Even that, we're feeling like I don't know, it's not really like gelling with us. So it's like it, it, I don't even with these pictures in a mind. Oh, it should be this way. It should be that way. But at the end of the day, like we got to make money. If I got to get in there and do some more work that maybe doesn't follow the model, like like we got to make money. It doesn't matter, right? What the book says. Mm-hmm. Uh, what matters is you know we're we're. Creating success and you know the business is moving forward. So we just try and pivot. And I think for people not not getting too ho- hooked up on what they should do or shouldn't do, and just you know you're doing, we're all doing the best thing we can, you know, in the moment. And I think a lot of it is trying to like step back and, and not to be negative. You know, I, mm-hmm. I sometimes all stuff going on in the world these days with like you said, Russia, Ukraine, gas prices, and you know, h- hard to hire employees. It's it's easy to have a negative mindset about things and think like. You know, all oh, this is going wrong. We shouldn't do this, or these people don't know what they're doing. And but at the end of the day, like that, that doesn't help anything. Being negative, having fear doesn't, doesn't promote the business. And rather than, you know, planting, it's like planting seeds, or you plant
1: seeds of negativity, you got to grow negative things. You plant seeds of positivity and positive things happen. So I literally have to do that with my realtor, man. I um <laughs> I'm buddies with him. I'm good buddies with him, but I told him, I was like. I was like, hey, man, um, I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. And he goes, oh, man, OK, get ready. This, this one's going to be hard. This market's going to be hard. I said, hey, I want can I give you some feedback? And he's like, yes. I'm like, first off, I love you. I want you to know that. Second off, I will fire you. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm not I don't care about yeah, yeah. like results. The results will come. I was like, but we're not like. I've been too, I'm too deep in this game for us to go into it with this attitude. Yep. Like if we're going to go in, like, cause there is something to be said for like how you perceive things and like what you like speak into existence and everything. I'm like, we're not going to go into this. Like me and you both holding our heads down, like, oh, maybe we'll find something. It's a really tough market. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, your expectations find, low. Yeah. yeah, we're going to find the house. We're going to get it done. And not only are we going to get it done, we're going to get it done in March. And every yep. single time I've said this before, like he's like, No, I don't know about this, man. I don't know. I'm like, it's gonna happen. And then all of a sudden, bam, house pop up. I'm like, that's the house, make an offer, make the offer, get it accepted, done. Cash yep. flow. Yeah. Every time. So no, that's funny. That's <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts on on setting goals?
0: You know, like are you setting these big goals and trying to achieve them? Or is it uh, you know, you're looking for incremental progress like How do you go about setting goals? How do you hold yourself accountable for taking next steps to,
1: you know, move the ball along? So I'm still, I'm still in the process of getting down to the, um, like the daily little ticks. So I've been, I've been trying to do like, kind of like the Osborne method where he, he sets like his yearly goals and then he sets it in, um, like lead and lag measures, you know, you know, lead and lag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you have the things that are controllable versus the end results. Like if you're for those listening, it's like a lag measure would be like your weight, your body weight. Lead measure would be, Hey, I'm going to set your goal being, Hey, I want to weigh, you know, 175 pounds. It's, Hey, I'm going to, I want to go to the gym five times this week. I want to follow my yeah. diet five times this week. Uh, cardio three times this week. So that's what I, yeah, it's that's the, what actions, just, uh, the actions, uh, actions behind the, it that yield the result. Calorie yeah. intake. Yeah. Yep. 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 Calorie intake. Did I follow the diet? Blah, blah, blah. So. I, I I've done that in the past and I'm doing that now and I'm trying to get better at the, like, that daily check-in. It's um, hard,
0: man. I, I'll tell you, I tried, I've, I've tried multiple times, habit trackers, tick marks. And I, it is, it is a hard habit uh, that alone just to pull up the book and remember to do it. So it's, um, but it I think it, it works if, if you believe in it.
1: So. It's, it, it. Yeah. What, what you measure, it's like what you measure is what grows. Right. So mm-hmm. I do believe in tracking and doing all that but here's another kicker that I'm kind of learning from my mindset coach, Jason Drees, and I've seen it apply in my life. And I've seen it apply in a lot of people's lives. And it's just the what's possible and like setting goals that are like seemingly impossible to you and making them possible because like goals aren't necessarily impossible. It's just like, you don't know how to do them yet. So it's like, for me, like my five year goal when I started coaching with him was I want 25,000 a monthly passive income. And then so he was like, How do we do that in six months? I'm like, Dude, I have no idea. Six months. And then he, it's, said, I th- he said, Three years, five years. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm like, yeah. Screw you, dude. What are we going to do? Wave a magic fairy wand? Yeah. But then we like tweak, like we figure out what the end result is. What's the end result? What's the actual goal we're working towards? Being able to travel around the world. I'm like, Okay, cool. So then like, how do we change that goal to be able to travel around the world sooner? And then it becomes passive act, income to active income. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. How do I make remote income when I've never made remote income in my life before? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the people start falling into place in my life that allow for that to happen. Now I blew 25 out the water. Now it's 50. And then it'll go from you know 50 to 100 then 100 to a million. Like there are people that know how to make a million dollars a month. So it's just like having that goal but realizing that at any single, and you're like doing your ground game, like you're doing your action plan for your goal, but then also realizing that at any given point, a singular person or a singular interaction can change the entire course of the goal in 10X it. Yeah. That's what's important because it's like, I am fully aware that, like, I've, here's an example. I want a million downloads on my podcast in this year. I'm about to hit 10,000. So that's 100X no idea how I'm going to do it. But do I realize the fact that, you know, I can get picked up by certain, like, maybe like a bigger pockets or something. Maybe I get on some somewhere else or have a dream guest come and agree to do interview with me. And then it just blows up. Absolutely. Because why? It's been done before. I've seen it happen. Like I'm in groups with people where that's happening. So it's possible. Yeah. Why not? Why not you? Right. Yeah. Why not me? Because I always, I always start getting into that negative thought pattern of like, uh, you know, maybe it's better to be realistic. But rather, I would rather just shoot for really big targets my entire life. And even if you come short of those, like it's still better than your original goal point. Yep. And I think yeah. a big
0: part of that goes back to what you were saying earlier, where like most people around you are don't think that way. And they're going to try to hold you back. You know, and they mm-hmm. talk about the the strangest secret, just like a you know mindset book. I don't, know you have read it, but um, you know, talks about um, yeah. like a hundred people, like ninety five percent will be, you know, not financially independent. You know, one one yeah. percent will be super wealthy, four percent will be like, you know, kind of kind of free, but basically ninety five percent of the population is going to not be there. And like, so who then who are you listening to? And if if you're listening to those people, they're going to want to kind of bring you down because they have the scarcity mindset that says, hey. You know, if you make a million dollars a month, that means I can't. You're taken from me. But in reality, there's like abundance out there. As much, you know, everyone can make a million dollars a month if, you know, if they 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 believe they can and they follow the same actions and have the same motivation that you do. So there's not, yeah, you know, it's one
1: takes from the other. And perfect example of all of this, right? So it's like I've got this five year goal that I'm I'm working on for like traveling around the world. And then like in October, we had like the Steamboat event, right? Mm-hmm. We go to Steamboat. I see I see Brandon Turner. I talk with Brandon Turner. He told me to start a podcast. i talk with Mike Ayala. He tells me to start a podcast. I'm like, who am I to start a podcast? I'm like, no one wants to listen to me. No one wants to hear what I have to say. I'm not you're, anything. You're right. So- yep. yep. And then I... and <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> and then I post and then I sure. create the podcast. And so you're telling me that not only have I created a show... Five months later, I'm about to have 10,000 downloads where not only are they like downloads, but like they're from like mostly accredited investors and most like people that are really high level business professionals, people I respect really, really greatly are listening to my show religiously. And so I've got, I've got that, I've got people that are telling me that I'm changing like their life. I've got people telling me that like one concept or one quote, like completely changed their business. And then also, I'm making six figures from the show. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, how can I forecast that yeah. in a goal? So, where did that all happen? Like, from one interact, one or two interactions at an event for Go Abundance. And then, so like, now I've I've to the point where I'm like, dude, I can run into someone at a freaking elevator and completely change my life. So, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of you it's just open sur- to it.
0: And you've surrounded yourself with Go Abundance. You go up and talk to a guy like Brandon Turner, which maybe, you don't have that confidence. Maybe you don't talk to them, right? Like, I mean, a lot of it is you. You put you're putting yourself in the position to succeed, and yep. then people are giving you advice, just like they give other people advice. But you're actually taking action on it too. So it's like you got over That's why we're the Action it. Academy. That's right. There you go. It's a good name. So, yep. Cool, man. That, um, yeah. Any Any books you're reading now that you uh you recommend has been game changers for you
1: yeah I'm not a huge i'm not a huge like book metric kind of person like it could be a podcast it could be any, any resource of, well, i mean no I mean like I've got books that I'm reading but it's like it's just like you've got a lot of guys that are like oh i want to read fifty two books this year or something like that I'm a huge fan of like you rereading books and them hitting you at different times in different ways so I'm rereading four hour work week right now and that's really it's scary yeah, yeah. How especially much, with your plan. your plan yep yeah, yeah. it's scary how that's applying i'm getting something completely different from it than i got when i read it like three years ago and now i'm rereading thinking grow rich right now because Ana frio told me to reread that at this stage and i'm it's something completely different so those those books gap in the gain is massive for me right now yep um and then i'm about to get alex hormosi's book million dollar offer okay Hundred, I'd say 100 million dollar offer or something yeah, okay. cool. Those yeah are awesome. all, all nice cool yeah all great stuff
0: cool so where can listeners connect uh learn more about you uh talk if they you know I know you're one of the the gatekeepers for GoBundance if they're interested in learning more how does all that work
1: yeah so Abundance, um I'll just I'll shoot Brian the link and you can just book a call through the link or you can go put in an application online for GoBundance uh besides that uh, Action Academy Podcast is Action Academy Podcast on Instagram. uh actionacademypod.com is the website. And then I'm I'm Brian Lubin, L-U-E-B-B-E-N on social media and Facebook. And uh yeah, shoot me a follow, shoot me a friend request. Happy to talk, happy to chat. And uh yeah, man, it's just it's fun, man. It's so much fun doing all this stuff. I was we just had a mastermind in Austin, Texas, and we were all like in our twenties and thirties and, uh, at the mastermind, you know, it was like between 27 and 37, kind of all in that mixture. That's where you're at too. And it's like, we're like, man, can you imagine all of us at 50? Like ridiculous. Just absolutely bananas to think about like even that specific room at 50. Yep. I'm like, and a lot of the, that's, what's cool about GoBundance is like, when it started, it was a lot of guys in their 40s and 50s that you know, kind of started it. And now they're like, holy crap, man. If I knew about this when I was your age, yeah. I can't even imagine. So it's it's cool to be kind of like the experiment here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the power of compounding, you know, where it works wonders. Yeah.
1: So. so much awesome. Fun, well,
0: I appreciate your time and, and all your, your great insights today. It's been, it's been a been
1: a blast as expected. So appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for this. And thank you for everything you're doing with this show. This show's freaking awesome. All right. I'll see you.
0: I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of Business with Beers. My goal with every episode is to help inspire you to reach new levels of success in your own business and life. So start taking action today. And in order to help this podcast reach more people, please rate, review, and share. To connect with me on Instagram and Twitter, check out the links in the show notes. And until next time, have a great day.